Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So I hope you all are enjoying your Monday. Hope you have had a good past week. Um, I am recording from the comfort of my bedroom because tomorrow is my first day of school. It's kind of weird because we start on a Tuesday, but anyways, tomorrow's my first day of school, specifically senior year. So that's going to be exciting, maybe. Part of me is like nervous, but the other, like a lot of me is kind of just like ready because for some reason, this summer has felt like long-ish, but also short, of course. Like, it feels like both, but like, I'm kind of ready to get back into a routine like I talked about last episode. So, I don't know. I am kind of excited. Also, just knowing that like, I don't have to go to go back to high school after this, that is exciting because it's just like, okay, like, I'm just one step closer to being done. So, that I think is what excites me. Um, but yeah, it's going to be weird too because my younger brother who's 14, he's a freshman, is going to be coming to school with me and it's just going to feel weird to have him at the same school as me because the last time we went to the same school was like elementary school since we're three years apart. So it kind of just worked out that way. But yeah, it's going to be going to be an interesting experience for sure. So I'll have to like help him around and things like that. But also, if you guys can't tell, my voice is a little bit like, I don't know, congested. Um <clears throat> because I, last episode, you guys probably remember me saying that I had like a sore throat or something. That turned into me like being sick. Don't worry, I didn't have COVID. I tested negative. Um, I kind of like had some symptoms for a couple days and then, you know, and I was just staying home and I was like, okay, I'll go get tested. I tested negative, thankfully, because if I hadn't tested negative, oh my God, I would literally have to miss like my whole first week or so of school, which would have sucked. I would have been so mad just because like, oh, that's like the worst thought ever. But I'm still kind of getting over this little cold that I have. So um, that's why my voice sounds like that. But I want to jump right into the episode. I have some tea I'm going to talk about this episode and then a little bit of advice. Like I said, I'm slowly kind of like... um, you know, slowing down the advice segments. Um, and and that's doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't mean that I'm stopping advice once again. Okay, so this girl emailed me and said, hey, I'm not sure if you're still taking advice in your podcast slash at all. Um, also, I'm not sure if you accept advice or emails. Yes, yes, I do. So don't worry. Um, so I have an extreme fear of throw up emetophobia. I don't know if I said that right. When I first developed the fear, it wasn't too bad, but now three years later, it affects my everyday life. I noticed that lately I've started to feel more anxious when it comes to eating, like I always check expiration dates and things like that. Sometimes if I feel... If I hear my friend has a stomach ache, I feel super anxious. Luckily, I haven't stopped eating like some people with emetophobia, but still... Is that how you say it? I don't know. Um, I'm not embarrassed though, and I don't try to hide it, but it still makes school really hard because a lot of germs pass there. My mom bought me a book about it, but the book only makes me more anxious. I want to go to therapy, but I also don't want to bother my parents. Okay, well, that last part about bothering your parents, I really really doubt that you'd bother them and honestly even if like even if it seems like bothersome i mean you could explain like hey like i know it seems silly to go to therapy for this thing that seems small but therapy is also just good for you in general it's good for everyone to have someone to talk to everyone's around when they're dealing with things so i feel like um especially because your mom already bought you a book on it like i can tell that she's willing to help you and so i feel like 
um, you actually have a really good chance of your parents being like, oh yeah, totally, you can try that out. Like, even if it's for a little bit, maybe you don't have to do full-on therapy sessions, but something that's like, you know, you do it for a month and see if it helps you, and then you continue if it doesn't, or whatever it may be, but you could do a little bit of like a trial. Um, so yeah, I would say there's no harm in asking, and if they do say no, then, you know, just continue and and try and work through that somehow. I mean, I'm sure that there are like online resources or things that you can read that could help you a little bit, but yeah, I totally understand the appeal of just getting an actual therapist to help you because that's more like, you know, one-on-one and someone helping you with your specific problem, but definitely don't be afraid to ask your parents because the fact that your mom already bought you a book on it to help you like tells me that, you know, she is willing to help and she actually is taking this seriously and not like, oh, get over it. You know what I mean? So definitely don't worry about bothering your parents. Just try. It doesn't hurt to ask. And this is interesting because I like have never heard of, I've heard of this fear before, but I've just like, I haven't, I guess, thought about how much it would actually affect someone. Cause you know, like you said, you're constantly thinking about germs or if your friend mentions that they get sick, like it is kind of crazy to think about. Cause I'm like, wow, I've, I've never been that kind of person, but to be someone like you who has this fear, like that must be hard because people talk, especially in like the COVID era, people talk about being sick all the time. And obviously with COVID it's less of like, throwing up kind of things but it's still you know it's still possible and and the thought of germs and stuff is like very prevalent right now with the pandemic so um totally understand how that could be like getting worse or hard to deal with but um i would just say my advice is just talk to your parents and it it might help um and you also followed up and said uh basically all i'm asking is there any tips you recommend for relieving anxiety also, should I consider talking to my parents? Okay, well, love your podcast. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, I answer the parents saying, and then just tips for relieving anxiety about this. Honestly, I think you're going to find that in therapy because you normally normally I would give like a regular tip, but I feel like for this specific concern, that's, that's something that only like a therapist would be able to really like help you with um, just because it's such a specific thing. But yeah, um, I also got an email talking about um, well, asking me to talk about the the LeBron fam or the LeBron, I think it's LeBron. I don't know, but there's there's this family channel, and they do a bunch of like vlogs and you know the, the basic family channel stuff. And I've mentioned maybe talking about them before, but um, this person asked for me to talk about it, so I will say um, maybe one of these days I'll do some research and talk about it in like a full length podcast episode, and um, that's that's what I might do. Um, but yeah, I'm going to just give a little bit more advice from Instagram and then I'm actually just gonna go into, um, tea because, you know, like I said, I'm trying to focus a little bit more on that. Um, I'm going through my DMs right now and there's like some, there's like so many people that DM me, like, because they got hacked and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm thankful I know how to spot that, but it's like scary. I'm like, how are y'all, how are y'all getting hacked so much? Um, okay. Someone DM me and said that they are, okay. I'm the shortest in my group of friends. And this one heavy kid said his boob is bigger than my face and it made me embarrassed. And my one friend keeps joking about it and it's making me sad. I don't know what to do. Okay, this is a very, like, specific situation, and the fact that, like, you keep getting made fun of it is annoying. Um, I would say, as far as what to do, if you haven't talked to your friend about, like, not joking about it anymore, um, then 
please do. Because like I always say, communication is key. And if you haven't even talked to the person about it yet, then please do that because it's very worth just like having a conversation, just being like, hey, can you like not joke about that? Because sometimes people are just like, they think that you're not as offended as you are. And then they realize like, oh, this person might be sensitive to that stuff or whatever it is. Um, And then they like take a step back once they hear from that person. So I don't know if that will like help you at all, but um, you know, it just doesn't hurt to talk to them about it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the advice that I would give you is just talk to them and also don't take everything to heart because honestly, like at our age and younger ages, like people just like joke about the most random things and the most like out of pocket things, like just cause they think that they're funny and entertaining, but they're really not. So like, please just like don't take it so seriously. I know that's easier said than done, but like if you develop a mindset where it's just like, okay, they're very immature and they're just making these jokes, like it, it, it helps. Um, but with that, that is all the advice I'm giving for this episode. I know that's short, but you know, gotta move on. There is a lot of tea, honestly, to talk about. I feel like the biggest thing that I'm going to start off with is the whole Sway Boy drama. Um, so if you guys didn't know, the Sway Boys obviously lived together um, in a house, but they recently sold their house and were moving out. And so some people were like, okay, you know, assuming that they were going to move in together and still live together just in a different house. But that was not the case. Um, what ended up happening is that Noah Beck and Blake Gray got a house together without Bryce, who I guess thought he was going to be a part of this house. So basically those two got a house together and Bryce claimed that meanwhile, while they were, you know, getting that house, he was looking for a house for the three of them and had no idea that they were going behind his back and buying that house. So he was really upset about it. And, you know, he spoke about that on a podcast saying that his friends went behind his back and did that. And then Noah Beck did an interesting interview. I'm not sure like where this was in the timeline of all of this, but it was a recent interview and it was a written interview. So I, I don't think there's video that goes along with it, but it's an article and he talks about how he's had to stay kind of like distance himself from Bryce because he's afraid of not getting brand deals by being friends with Bryce because Bryce is obviously a very problematic person. He has been for his entire career pretty much there's always something going on with him um he's been like okay the last little bit but like there always seems to be something that comes up with him so it's understandable why a lot of brands wouldn't want to work with him but at the same time there are certain brands that kind of like that spicy energy and like his energetic um kind of feel and and they don't mind to take a little risk on bryce so he still gets plenty of brand deals he still makes plenty of money but I think that Noah is just afraid of, he basically said he's afraid of, of not getting brand deals by being friends with Bryce. So that caused some distance between them. And Bryce uploaded an Instagram story, I believe it was. said that I fuck up the brand deals. Bitch, I am the brand deals. Annie, Walmart, 7-Eleven, ShopRite, what's good? Um, anyways, he, he's just complaining about how he, he has plenty of brand deals and he is the one who set up their careers, especially like Noah Beck. Blake Gray kind of already had a career because of like Musically Days. He was popular back then anyways. So I, you know, I'll give him that, but he definitely was made more popular by being in this way house 
with Bryce and everyone else and especially Noah Beck. Noah Beck was, you know, someone that no one knew until, you know, like a year or so ago. And then he blew up because of Bryce and other people, not just Bryce, but you know, so it is like, I understand Bryce's frustration because it's like, imagine you make really, really good friends with someone and then they just go behind your back with one of your friends, buy a house together. And then they talk about how they have to distance themselves from you because they want brand deals basically when you're the one who literally made a lot of his career, you know? So I I don't like Bryce, but I really like, I feel like I understand where he's coming from. I understand his frustration, but at the same time, there are a lot of things that we don't know. And I feel like Noah and Blake, just from what I've seen, it's obviously, it's very hard to tell for social media because everything is fake and fabricated, but um, I feel like Noah and Blake are a lot more chill a lot more, I don't know, down to earth kind of, um, compared to the other Sway Boys or just Bryce in general. And so I feel like, I mean, they seem to have nice personalities. I feel like they wouldn't have done this without a proper reason. So I'm also going to give them that. It's like, we don't know everything. So I'm not just going to like side with Bryce or side with Blake and Noah. It seems like both of them are in the wrong, but like, I feel like there's more to this that we don't know. Um, but we also found out that Blake unfollowed Bryce on Instagram. So that was interesting. And Bryce is no longer following Blake as well, which paparazzi confronted him about like, I don't know, a week or so ago. And he was like, yeah, no, like it's fine. But clearly all this stuff is coming out and like, it's not fine. There is drama between them. So it seems like Bryce is just like, up, you know, fed up with it. And like, he lost his friends and he's living alone now because they went and lived together. So, um, it's this whole thing going on. You guys will have to let me know what you think about this. There's also some recent tea that like just happened. If you guys remember, Kenzie Ziegler was dating this guy named Isaac Presley and they were together for, I want to say it was a pretty long relationship, like maybe like a year or I, I don't even remember, but it seemed like things were going well between them. Um, but he ended up just having a ton of issues and she got cheated on by him. And so since then, you know, she's healed. She has a new boyfriend who seems a lot better for her and they seem very, very happy together. So that's good. But Kenzie made like a TikTok because there's like a trend going around where it's like, what did I ever do to you? That's the audio. And then they kind of just like stare off into the distance. And so she did that trend and she put the text over it as my ex, so basically just like a little bit of shade toward her ex, but at the same time, it's a trend. Like she's allowed to make whatever she wants. You know, it's not like she like very obviously called him out or something. So that happened. And then someone commented and said, when you dated Isaac and then like the dead, like skull emojis. And she replied and said, wait, who? So clearly she still has like a lot of like I don't want to say anger because that makes her sound like she's like, I don't know, still has all of this like bad emotion toward him. Like, no, it's just like clear that she's just not like, she's over it obviously, but she, she's still upset about what happened, which makes sense. If I were her, I would be upset too. So she replied with that. And then that got posted on a T page, of course, like it would. And he decided to comment on the post, Isaac, and he was just like, I've never talked bad about her before. Like, I don't know why she's doing this now. I've, I haven't said one bad thing about her. Like, this was so unnecessary. And, um, and so he was, you know, upset. And then Kenzie's current boyfriend, uh, 
Takoda, sorry, tripped up saying his name, Takoda, um, he replied to Isaac in that comment section and said, come on, bro, she has every right to say what she did. And then Isaac shot back and said, bro, please shut up. Respectfully, you followed my ex Raylan before we started dating and you stalked her account more than I did. I don't think loyalty really your thing to talk about. I wish you two the best. Let's leave it at that. So that was like a lot of shade being thrown. Um, but I really, really don't think Isaac is in the right here because um, one of his exes, Carson Tiffany, commented on the the T post and said, this hurts to watch, lol, stop playing the victim, which is clearly aimed at Isaac. Um, so clearly if two of his exes are saying something bad about him, like I, I think there's something to be said. Um, and Kenzie liked that comment from his ex-girlfriend. So that got a little bit spicy there. Um, and then, you know, it was just a little bit of petty drama, but then uh, Isaac decided to post on his Instagram story. And he said, I'm saying this one more time and I'm moving on with my life. I denied my mistakes and have made excuses for myself my entire life. In short, I've been a piece of crap to a lot of good people. After the breakup with Ken's, I joined Clubhouse where I'd get arrested for my dumb choices of choosing to take out a motorcycle late at night without a license. I alienated all my friends and family and got wrapped up wrapped up in an awful drug addiction. I treated people around me horribly. I was at the lowest point of my life. I had thoughts of trigger warning, suicide, several times a day, and treated my body horribly. Then, two days before New Year's, I almost died. When I came back, I had a choice to grow, to treat those around me with compassion and love, and try to right my wrongs. I'm sorry to those I've damaged through my choices in the past. I'm not defending my choices. I just hope to move forward with them. I value everyone, and I promise people around me can can attest that I'm trying to better myself every day. So, the comments on that, because you know, obviously T-Page posted that. The comments on that post were a lot better. And this is what I like is when people can like actually have empathy for others. Like, yeah, he's probably like not the best person or has made a ton of mistakes. But at the same time, I really like appreciate the fact that he like took the time to make a statement, even though it wasn't a big deal, even though it was some petty drama. Um, some people could be like, oh, he's doing too much, you know? But I personally think that that was a good thing to do because it shows that he's determined to turn his image around and he wants to defend himself. And like, I'm a person that I really hate when people think I'm lying or they just think a certain way of me that's not true. And so I will do like anything to defend myself. So if he's the same way, like I understand why he would post this because I mean, it's hard having so many people think one way about you when you know yourself like there's more to it so I think that like it was it was respectable what he did just posting about and opening up about all the struggles that he's been through so at least it it explains some of his behavior doesn't excuse it but it explains it a little bit um and so I think that definitely helps but that was some tea that just happened um some other like little tea some people have been getting mad because there is this thing that's circulating around i'm not sure if it's actually real or not but there is this rumored list for the met gala this year um met gala 2021 guest list and if you guys don't know the met gala is just like this really really prestigious event like you know some people spend their entire lives just trying to get on a list to the Met Gala, like literally like A-list celebrities and actors and singers and and politicians or, you know, whoever else like are invited to the Met Gala. Like this is just a huge event. Everyone has like amazing fashion at the Met Gala. So this is something that is to be taken seriously. 
And I don't know if you guys remember as well, but James Charles was actually invited to a previous Met Gala. I can't remember, was it like 2019 or I don't know, but he w- he went to the Met Gala and people were like, you know, we're so like happy for you, whatever. Obviously he's been into a lot of controversy, controversy um, post Met Gala, but um, you know, it, it kind of like brought up the question of like, oh, is this the Met Gala turning into something that, that influencers and YouTubers are starting to be invited to. And some people are getting mad at this because this circulated list says um, Charlie D'Amelio, Nikita Dragon, Dixie D'Amelio, Noah Beck, Lauren Gray, James Charles, Jeffree Star, Bretman Rock, Liza Koshy, Nikki Tutorials, Bella Poarch, and Cabane Lame. I don't know how to say his name, but he's that TikTok star that passed, passed, did he pass Charlie in followers? I'm not sure actually, but he has a ton of followers. He has like over a hundred million, I think, I think if I'm correct, but he's just like, he's made headlines recently, um, for, for being like really, really followed on TikTok. So I, like I said, I don't know if that's just a fake and it's just rumors. Um, I guarantee some of it is rumors, but just, you know, there are rumors in general that people like Addison Ray are going to be invited to this and, um, and it, it just, it brings up the question of like, okay, what even is the Met Gala anymore? Because it's known for being this super prestigious thing, super, super hard to get into. You have to be very well known and all that. And like, you know, on one side of the argument, you could be like, yes, these people are well known. Yeah, they're teenagers that post silly TikTok dances, but they've earned their place. You know, Charlie reached a hundred million followers on a platform and she was you know, 17, like, that's an insane accomplishment, and she's done so many brand deals and so many cool things, like, it seems like, I mean, she's one of the most, like, prominent people on social media right now, it seems like, yeah, she should deserve that spot, but at the same time, I understand how it it just doesn't seem right, because the Met Gala is just known for just this, this thing of, like, first of all, not teenagers, but, like, just really top-notch like a-listers like the kardashians and all this stuff but but i also see it's like well addison ray literally hangs out with the kardashians she hangs out with you know i'm pretty sure she was seen with like hailey bieber one day and she is running around making movies and music like i think at this point she is a celebrity but is she a celebrity that deserves to be at the met gala so far I don't know. I don't know, especially because a lot of these influencers, like, I'd be careful if I were the people running the Met Gala to invite some of these people because they have so many, like, past, like, scandals. Like, James Charles, I would not invite him this year because of all this crazy stuff he's been to. Jeffree Star, never would invite him. He has such a racist past. He has a problematic past. And, you know, Nikita Dragon, she's also had a problematic past. Like, there's just so many people that I'm like, are you really, like, inviting them? Again, this is just, like, a rumored list. It's not, like, an official thing as far as I know, but it's just interesting. Um, And I don't even know when the Met Gala is, but we'll see, like, who ends up getting invited because I think it's slowly, like, turning into who's a celebrity and who's not. Like, it's definitely shifting. Um, Speaking of Addison Rae... Uh, her and her boyfriend have seen been seen in a little bit uh, in a couple more pictures lately on social media so it seems like you know it is a confirmed relationship it's just like a lot more private than her relationship with Bryce which you know good for her if she's happy she's happy um, I think that's good to actually have something private because you know you're just so judged online 
Um, and, and it's really hard to have a public relationship because there's just so much pressure. Um, but yeah, some other tea as far as celebrities go, um, Tom Holland and Zendaya were spotted together at a wedding. I don't know if it was like a friend's wedding or, or something like that, but I think it was. And they were there as a couple. So I don't know. I, I don't know if they're a confirmed thing, if they're saying they're best friends, who knows? But I, I saw pictures of that and I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. They're so cute. I really do like them together. And I really didn't expect that. Like it was something that like people shipped, but no one actually ever thought that like it would turn into a, a real thing. But here we are. It's looking kind of like a real thing. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the tea I'm going to talk about for now. Obviously, this is a shorter episode, but you know, I do have school tomorrow, which I was going to talk a little bit more about that. But um, if any of you guys have started school or are going to start school soon, good luck or hope it's do- going well. Um, y'all got this. Get good grades. School's important. I'm just really excited because there's so many things I'm looking forward to. And I, I just think it's it's going to be a good year, hopefully. We'll see. Um, obviously, I might get really burnt out because I'm taking really hard classes. Um, and sometimes it's just like, I, I would prefer more advanced classes than regular all the time. But sometimes it's just like, oh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> like, it's going to be a lot of work. But I think it's worth it, especially for colleges that I want to get into. I just want to impress them and prove that, you know, I'm taking hard courses even though I'm a senior and I can literally have such an easy schedule I'm choosing to take hard courses so I hope that they recognize that and yeah but I do get one free period which is really nice so my school goes by a day b day so I have four classes on a days and then my other four classes on b days so it just alternates every other day and on a days my fourth period class is uh, they call it home release at my school, which is basically a free period. So I get to go home early on A days, which is very, very nice. Something too is that my school, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in one of my previous episodes, but my school is starting at 8.45 and I get out at 3.15, which is way different than usual. Um, so I was like, yeah, I do not want to get out at 3.15. So I changed my schedule, got a last period free, at least on one of the days. So I get out early some days, which is really, really nice. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm also taking a photography class in school, which, you know, I've never really been interested in photography. It's mostly just been film, but they are like related subjects. So I feel like, you know, I also just needed an art credit to take. So I was just like, you know what, I'll do photography because why not? I get like a certificate if I take like an extra art credit my senior year. So I'm going to take that. And then, hey, I I get to learn a little bit about photography and I get a cool certificate for it. So that'll be good. I'm also kind of like worried though, because I'm taking AP Spanish and I'm not that good at Spanish. So I'm like scared. I just wanted to take another AP and I, so I skipped, like I was in Spanish three honors last year and I skipped Spanish four and just went straight to AP Spanish. Although some people have said that like you kind of learn some of the same things. So I don't know. I have no clue like how hard it's going to be, but we'll see. Wish me luck on that because I'm not like my Spanish is so rusty too. When I went to Mexico, I used some of it, but like not that much because it, it, like everyone spoke English there. So I just like really haven't worked on my Spanish since the end of the year and even then that was like when we had online school so I feel like I wasn't learning as much as I would have in person so uh, we'll see we'll see I don't I don't know how I feel about jumping to such an advanced Spanish class right away but hopefully it's not gonna be too bad 
Um, I am working on a what happened to Sienna May video. Uh, the thing that I like is really like stopping me or slowing me down right now is just the research for it because I'm trying to make it good enough and detailed enough that like it follows the entire story of her career and then like what happened. But like, you know, throughout the whole drama with Jack Wright, I was kind of confused about everything that happened. And so it's really hard to like go through every little detail and try and find out like you know, how to explain it all. And also it's hard too, because it's like, I can only talk about certain things on YouTube. Like there are YouTube guidelines. So it's hard to like, cause I have to like figure out a way to tiptoe around the whole sexual assault thing. Like I, I'm not going to straight up say sexual assault in my video, but like I, I need a way to talk about it. So I'm, I'm trying to figure that whole thing out, but there is a what happened to video coming along. So I'm excited to finally be dropping a video. Um, and hopefully this first week of school is like chill enough or, you know, just leaves me room enough to work on that video because I really, really just miss posting and, and, you know, I, I just want it to be for fun. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been thinking about recently, but I am going to end this podcast episode short because like I said, I have school tomorrow and it's almost nine o'clock here where I am. Um, why did I say that so weirdly? my, I just like glitched. Anyways, um, I have to get ready for bed and figure out what I'm going to wear to school tomorrow. I literally have like no clothes. And the thing is I do have clothes, just not clothes that I like for school, especially pants. Like I was like, oh yeah, like I have plenty of jeans. I was just looking and I'm like, uh, this is literally not going to last me throughout the week. Like I don't know what I'm going to wear. Um, and I feel weird wearing shorts to school sometimes Maybe if like other people are, but I'm not going to wear shorts on the first day of school, even though it's going to be 90 degrees tomorrow and sunny. I would love to wear shorts. I just feel weird wearing them on the first day of school. So with that, I got to figure out what I'm going to wear because if I don't do it tonight, tomorrow's going to be a mess. And yeah, I will update you guys next week and tell you how my whole first week of school went of my senior year. And you guys feel free to tell me how your, your school is going too. I'm happy to listen. And again, if you want to ask for advice in the next episode, you can um, just click on the description of my podcast episode and you can see all of my social media, my email, and then a link to Anchor if you want to send me a voice message through Anchor. Um, so yeah, there are multiple ways to ask for advice. Um, and that's all in the description of my podcast episode. And I will talk to you guys next week.